Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. I was wondering. Are we going to get to the Loopy Loop story today? Coming to you from his Honda Fit and rated D for dumb, you are listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Better to podcast from a fit than to throw a fit, wouldn't you agree? Here is Dave. The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2009 Honda Fit. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. My name is Dave Canyon. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. Are you ready to dumb it down? Fantastic. I'm glad to hear that. It is Tuesday, June 25th. At least I think it's Tuesday, June 25th. Time seems to be flying by so fast because I'm so freaking busy. I just did a podcast. Did I just do a podcast called Farting Like a Bandit, Walking and Talking? Yeah, that was Sunday. That was like Sunday, June 23rd. Was it Sunday morning, right? Or was it Monday morning? Wait a minute. Was that yesterday? I don't even know. This, this is craziness. My new schedule is the worst. It's the worst. Working on Saturday nights. Then I worked overtime on Sunday to avoid going home because there was a situation that I didn't want to have to deal with. And now, here it is. I think it's like 30 hours. You know, In fact, it's here. Oh, it's like 30 hours later. I'm going back to work. Anyway. It's all good, folks. It's Tuesday. It is 3.15. I am on the New York State Thruway. I am doing the loop-de-loop. I'm doing the loop-de-loop at Catskill off the New York State Thruway. I think it's exit 20. I just got off the exit. You think I know the number, right? I've been doing this for, I don't know, six years, seven years. I couldn't tell you any of the exit numbers except I know Albany's 23. There's a 24 also. I think Saugerties, where I live, is like 19 or 20. Kingston, I think, is 19. I think Saugerties is 20. You think I know these things by heart, but I don't. You know why? Because you do it after a while. You don't pay attention. You just, what is that? Like, it's muscle memory. So, for me, it's like driving memory. I just know, instinctually, I know it's time to get off. Could I do it blindfolded? No, I don't have the force with me when I'm driving. It's not like that. But, uh, anyway, so, um, uh, yes, I'm doing the loop-de-loop. Absolutely. Hey, Dave. Yes, hey, Joe. Dave, I was wondering. I know. Are you wondering what? Are we going to get to the loop-de-loop story today? Okay, let's do it right now. Let's do it right now. I got so much to tell you, Joe. I got a million things on my plate. But let's start off with loop-de-loop. You want to do that? Because that would make you happy, wouldn't it, Joe? And then I can finally delete this uh, this sound effect. <laughs> Joe interrupting the show. Okay. Loop-de-loop. I got a million things to tell you guys. Really. I had a very, very busy uh, whatever day today is. I'm pretty sure it's Tuesday. Yes. It's got to be Tuesday. I did the last podcast Monday morning. Yeah, uh, Farting Like a Bandit, which Joe's son really loved. Because every time I said Farting Like a Bandit, apparently the kid was cracking up. And by the way, folks, yeah, there is no age limit on my podcast. Uh, you know, But you might want to consider who's listening. I can get very adult-oriented. Uh, and for some of you, adult-orientated. You know, uh, I can get, get adult real quick. So, i got to be careful. Joe says his kid was sleeping. Or pretending to be sleeping. I don't listen. I'm not here to judge Joe's parental abilities, you know. He's a great dad. He does the best he can. I've done that too. We've all like sort of, you know, lied about sleeping or tricked our parents into thinking we were in the room, out of the room. We're at the job. We're over here. You know, whatever. I get all that. I just get a little concerned. You know, I'm glad I was farting like a bandit and I wasn't doing another F word like a bandit. You know, anyway. So, um, so... 
You want to do loop-de-loop? You want to get it out of the way? Because I'd rather be talking about the things that are really going on in my life that are really fantastic. You know, like, uh, for instance, this morning, uh, I, I, I posted a video. I posted a brand new Dave's Fit Life video that was really about Dave and really about being fit, or in this case, unfit. And, uh, and it was a, a lot of my life. There was a lot of life. You could see in my belly in this video. It's called Full Frontal Dave Canyon. I didn't, I didn't even think about the search engine possibilities. I just said, you know what? I can't take this. You know, I'm in this Facebook group called, I don't know, Fitness in Your 40s and 50s. I don't know, some, some Facebook group I'm in. Uh, I'm, in I, I'm doing the thing I never wanted to do. I'm like one of these people that's in 100 groups and I barely participate in all of them. I have no time. I have no time for any of it. But I like to get little glips and pieces, right? So today, I I, uh, I saw some videos of this guy that jumps rope. This guy, Vincent Clark, I think his name is. Jumps rope like a bandit. Yeah, everything's like a bandit now. I'm going to coin that phrase. Like it hasn't already been coined. Yeah, this guy, Vincent Clark, he jumps rope. He's a big guy. Jumps rope like a, like a, like a magician. Like a, like a ballet artist. Like he's amazing. Very inspiring. And uh, there was this other woman. You could tell, you know, she's lost a lot of weight. She's doing the right things. And she, she posted a before and after picture of her face. It's really almost two different people, you know. And I, I, I've got to be very careful when I compliment people with dramatic weight loss because really what you're saying is when you tell somebody, you look fantastic, right? What are you saying? You already know. I shouldn't even have to do the rest of the show. I shouldn't have to complete that. It's not a joke. It's not a punchline. It's not a setup. But you know, when somebody says to you, oh my God, you look fantastic. What are they saying? Previously, you looked like crap. Previously, you didn't look nearly as fantastic because I would have said, hey, remember two weeks ago? You looked fantastic then. Every time I've seen you over the course of time, you looked good. You looked great. You looked alive. You looked energetic. Now, now that you say that, you're totally insinuating that once upon a time, you did not look fantastic and you kind of just said, hey, how you doing? But in your head, you're thinking, hey, what's going on, fatty? Hey, 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 you look unhealthy. You look bad. <laughs> you must be in real bad mental, spiritual, and emotional shape. There must be something. You're thinking all these things because you're not saying, hey, you look fantastic. Now, you might be saying, Dave, you know, you're really making a lot more of this than it is. All right? We get it. You're in your car. You're doing Dumbing It Down with Dave. It's the fastest podcast on earth. You're talking about truth, prag- pragmatism, you know, uh, happiness and the search for it all. You know, you're trying to do mindfulness. And, uh, you know, you want to thank Alex Exum for doing the intro. Here's Dave. Here's Dave at the top of the show. And Linda with the AI voices and Joe with the interruption and all this other stuff because he wants to hit a loop-de-loop story, which I'm pretty sure we're going to get to. Just going to give me a minute. Let me just get this other stuff out of the way. It's very important that we complete this loop-de-loop story. If for no other reason, I want to delete the sound effect. You can all thank Joe Foley from No Sitting on the Sidelines, Dad. And Linda, uh, Linda Awesome, Linda Awesome from Insanity's, you know, Irwin Surfers. From uh, for supplying the AI voices because you know what it was my idea to do this. Then she, uh, uh, I asked her to help out. She helped out. Then Joe helped out, and now we might actually get to this loop de loop story. So you can, it's all like uh, connected. It's all connected somehow. But I think that's what people say when people say to me. But it's funny. People say to me all the time. You know, this is what I, I get this all the time. You look tired. You look tired. I get this all the time. I'm like, wow. Wow, that's, you know, that's, you know what you're saying? You're not saying that, hey, once upon a time, you didn't look tired. When I hear people say to me, you look tired, you know what I hear? You look tired. You you look sad. You're a loser. (coughs) 
I mean, maybe not the loser part, but I, I feel like, wow, that's what you say to me? You're an adult? You're not some six-year-old child that walks around, and then you see Aaron Neville, you know, with that big uh, mole on his head. You know, you're not like some six-year-old go, hey, what's that thing on your head? You know, as an adult, you wouldn't say, hey, Aaron Neville, what's that thing on your head? Right? Isn't that his name, Aaron Neville? Isn't it like a singer or whatever? So, uh, but it's an obvious thing. You know, Sidney Crawford has a sexy mole, right? Supposedly, you know, Marilyn Monroe had Monroe. Marilyn Mole has a sexy, uh, now I'm confusing mole and row. So Marilyn Monroe has a sexy row on her lip. Obviously, she has a sexy mole. You know, back, well, back in the day. So you know what I'm saying? Aaron Neville's mole is not sexy. I don't even know if that is a mole. Why am I talking about Aaron Neville? I don't, I don't, I don't care, care less. But uh, I have a horrible feeling he might have died. If he did die, with all my due respects, I'm very sorry. I'm, I don't want to be insensitive. I have a feeling he's no longer with us. I haven't seen him on TV or news and popular culture singing. I know he used to, he's a great singer. Wasn't it like the Neville brothers? Doesn't matter. It's not a show about that. Which, got to stay on point. Am I recording? Boy, wouldn't that be horrible if I wasn't recording? You want to take a drink break? Let's take a drink break. No sound effect. Okay, I can't resist. we got to do a sound effect. Time for a drink break. All right, so, uh, there we go. Mmm. Oh, green drink. Green drink. Supposedly I'm getting, in this little 20-ounce bottle, like a day and a half's worth of broccoli and kale and... I don't know. It, it doesn't matter because it all comes out in the end. But it's like a lot of... It's a power a power punch of a drink. But people love to say to me... They're not six years old. They love to say to me, Oh, you look tired. Uh, they'll say... Uh, uh, something about my shirt. Uh, stretching out, you know, whatever. I guess you have a way of taking care of your wrinkles. Whatever. It's like, it's like, it's like I'm in high school. Anyway, that's how I feel. But I know it's going to happen because it's happened once before. When I lost 60 pounds seven years ago, and uh, and everyone said, oh, you look fantastic. And I'm like, all I can think about it is, and by the way, I know everybody's saying, you know, Dave Canyon likes to turn everything into a negative. That's not really true. That's not really true. And I, I know I say a lot of things that you're all thinking, but you don't say it. And it's not that I'm brave enough to say it. I'm a loose cannon. I'm slightly uninhibited. So I'm a little bit less inhibited than you are, maybe. Or maybe because it is because I'm in my car during my commute. And I really do have nothing else to do. And nobody's really hearing me. And there's only, you know, 200 of you that listen to the show. I don't know how many of you that listen to the show. I was going to say, there's only two of you. But, um... That's how I feel. You know, when I when I lost all that weight years ago, people would say, you look fantastic. And all I can think about is, yeah, but, you know, a couple of months ago, you didn't say anything to me. So now, so you must have been thinking negative thoughts. Oh, that poor bastard. He's he's always so tired. He works too many days. He works too many hours. He's a pathetic truck driver. He's got no brains in his head. You know, he's got this idiot show, Dumbing It Down With Dave. I heard it once. It was horrible. You know, they, they tuned in in episode 10. And by the way, folks, if anybody's watching, listening to the show for the first time, don't go back to episode one, please. I'm not even daring you to do it. This is not like this thing where I go, don't do it. I hope you do it. I don't need you to go back to episode one. Horrible. I don't know. I, I got to make a decision on these early episodes. I think I'm going to delete them or I'll archive them and I'll make people pay to listen to them, which is ridiculous because why would you pay to listen to that crap? But the po- point is, I feel like, well, you listen, if you really want to listen to it, I'm going to make some money on those shows. I'm not because who's going to pay to listen to crap? Uh, you can listen to free crap right now. This is the, my most recent freshest crap. That's the name of this episode, Taking a Crap. No, it's not the name of this episode. By the way, does that make the show explicit? I don't want that. All right, delete all the words crap. 
that I've said in the show so far. We're going to stop saying that. We're now going to say poop or, you know, poopy or, or duty. Is that, is that still explicit? I'm a mature man of almost 56 years old, by the way. I just want to let you know that. I do have a driver's license, and I do have parental consent to do the show if I, if I needed to. Although my parents are deaf, so what would they care? They'd be signing what? They don't know what they're signing. Anyway, loop-de-loop story. Let's get to the loop-de-loop story. I know it's very important to you. How much time do we have? I can't even see... I can't even see the screen. I think we have like 17 minutes left. All right, let's take a breather break. Which one of these is the breather break? I bet you it's not this one. It's got to be this one. Hey, Dave? Yes? Dave? Yes! Dave? Joe, can you hear me? I think it's time for a breather break. Okay, all right. Why did you say that? The f- Just come out and say it, Joe. Say my name three times. I heard you every time. Got to check your connection. All right. Pay attention to your kid, by the way. This show has already gotten a little adult orientated. I know it's oriented. It's funny to say orientated. All right, a breather break. Let's take three deep breaths, all right? In through the nose, out through the mouth, all right? Three deep breaths, and we'll get it over with, and we'll get to the loop-de-loop story, okay? Here we go. Ready? Go. All right, let's do a test. Do a test. Sorry, false start. Okay, I'm ready. Are you ready? If you have to blow your nose, do it now, because you don't want to, like, you know, without without the the clearing of of the nostrils, all right, with the nasal passage. Clear it up. All right, I'm good. I'm ready to go. There's something in there, but... I think it'll come out in the wash. <laughs> anyway. All right, you ready? Three deep breaths. Into the nose, out through the mouth. Let's go. Go. Did I mention... Oh, that was pretty good. Did you mention... Yeah, it was really good, actually. Did, did I mention we should hold it at the top? Should I hold it? These holdings are getting longer and longer. I love the dead air on my podcast. It's really this is the only podcast in the world right now that is doing a breather break and having dead air because we're holding our breath. Think about that, folks. Right now, you're listening to a very exclusive podcast of people holding their breath. You're not going to get that in a lot of shows. All right, breath number two. Go. Thought you lost me there, didn't you? <laughs> All right, there we go. Wow, I tell you, I'm really enjoying this breath. This is the, my these are my best two breaths so far of 2019. That's another thing. How many shows are you going to hear where the host says these are my best breaths ever? I'd like to have the best breath award. Definitely not the breast, the breast, not the best smelling breath, but definitely the best breath. Period. I'm a pragmatic. I don't care what it smells like. I just wanted to know that it's good breath. Last one. Let's go. Then we get to the loop-de-loop story. That's your reward for putting up with all this nonsense. Ready? Let's go. All right. Wow. That was definitely my three best breaths of 2019. And you were here to experience it with me. I hope they were your best breaths of the year. That was a breather break brought to you by air. Anywhere you are in the world, if there's air and it's free and clean, you should breathe it. Live to breathe. Breathe to live. I should be in advertising. Those are all my slogans. This is all my idea. I'm an amazingly creative individual that has the listenership of a kindergarten class. All right. Anyway. So, um, loop-de-loop story. All right. It's very important we get to this. We're gonna. This is the end of it, all right? Because I want to tell you about the things that are going on in my life, which are very positive. But Joe wants to hear the loop-de-loop story. And we got 14 minutes to get it done. I think that's enough time. All right. 
and I'm running a little. Oh God, I'm one minute. I, I got one minute. I'm supposed, to be, I'm supposed to be at Planet Fitness at East Greenbush Columbia Turnpike, but uh, I'm running late because I got too busy with life today. You know, posting videos, my full frontal Dave's Fit Life video, and uh, and I did social media today. I'm in this group with 40s and 50s fitness, and. Uh, I got my virtual assistant that I got to make an appointment with, and we got to talk about what she's going to do for me in the future, and all this other stuff. And you know, and Joe says he's going to send me more voices. He's going to have to because I'm going to delete this loop de loop one, and we're never going to do it again. And uh, I, I got scripts I got to send out, but I haven't had time. So I got to tell you something, folks. If you feel creative, you feel creative. You want to be a part of the show, like Joe and Linda. You don't have to do an AI voice. It does help if you're a podcaster, but if you're not a podcaster, that's fine. Just say, hey, this is Joe from Kalamazoo, and I like listening to Dave's Fit Life, and it's rated D for dumb. Uh, you just come up with your own thing, something that's related to your geographical location, right? Let's say you're Robert Waddle, Robert Waddle from Two Men in Florida. What happened to that show? Robert Waddle from Two Men in Florida. He would say something Floridian-ish, because he's from Two Men in Florida. Once upon a time, a great podcast. I don't know what happened to it. Linda's keeping up the appearances with Awesome Insanity Surfers. Alex Exum does Alex Exum live live talk every Tuesday. That's tonight. I should try to tune in. Uh, I think he's celebrating his one-year anniversary. But if it's after June 25th, you missed it. Maybe it's on demand. I have no idea. Joe Foley's got the no sitting on the sidelines. Dad, there you go. That's available almost everywhere, I guess. I don't know. I find it easy. How about my buddy Matt Neff? Matt Neff from the Entrenado Podcast. He's on board. How about Emily Carpenter from Choice Happens? She's on board. All these people are on board. I just got to send them scripts. But if you're just a listener and you don't want to comment in the speaker box there, all right, there's a good way to just send a little sound effect, MP3. You got her voice recorder right there on the phone. You hit the button and you could be timid. You can go, hi, this is Lisa Ann. This is Lisa from, uh, from uh, oh, I'm so scared. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I and that'd, just, that'd be it. That'd be perfect. Just hit this, hit the publish button and send it to me. I, just, you know, by the way, I don't think people sound, let's name Lisa, sound like that. Or women, guys are like, same thing. They're like, uh, uh, uh this is, uh, Bob, uh, yeah, it's a good show, I guess. I, I don't know. I, I, my buddy listens to it. I think it's stupid, but, you know, Dave's a dummy, but he says funny things sometimes. I, 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 I can go, I can live with it or not. I don't care. And it's good enough. Uh, give me your honest opinion. If it's really hard, or like my friend Mark, you could be honest. Just be honest, like my friend Mark. Even if it hurts my feelings really hard, sometimes he, he uplifts me, I will be honest. But be honest, like my friend Mark. Okay. Don't be a depleter. Be a completer. I thought of Mark, and I thought of instantly saying that. Don't be a depleter, because Mark's on deck. He knows that. He, he, he jokes about it. He's the first one that says it. You know, I feel like I'm on deck. Like, I'm the next one to be a depleter. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day, about depleters and completers. You know, listen, my wife is a depleter. I'm still married to her. I, I'm not going to un, unmarry her. I'm not going to unfriend her, you know. I'm not going to unmarry her, uh, which would be divorced. I'm not going to unmarry her. I'm not going to unlive with her, which would be moving out. But she is the depleter. Is she an intentional depleter? Yeah. Sometimes she intentionally depletes me. But she doesn't do it maliciously. She has needs. That's my wife. She has a certain percentage of depletion that she's allowed to uh, to extract from me. She's allowed to get energy from me. That's her, that's her right. You know, if, if I don't let her deplete me, even a little bit, sometimes it's a little bit, sometimes it's a lot of it, 
And, you know, there's those moments where it's too much of it. And I'd rather her not deplete me. And I try not to deplete her, but I do. Every time I fart in the house. Every time, that's it. I say, oh, come on. And then she has to exert energy by covering her nose or getting a gas mask that we have, you know, conveniently placed all over the house. She breaks the glass. She opens the door. She puts on the gas mask. She opens up a window. You know, she go gets the Febreze. You know, every time I fart, it's a depletion of her. Every time I burp, it's a depletion of her. You know, every time I use the bathroom and I forget to spread, uh, what's that, that hazelnut? Uh, potpourri. I have the, we have this magic spray. It's potpourri magic, not magic spray. So I'm, this is my instructions. I open up the toilet, right, before I go. And I have to spray the potpourri into the water, right, into the bowl. And then I do my business. And then I flush. And apparently, the fact that I'm doing my business, a.k.a. pooping, that was for Joe's son. You know, pooping like a bandit. On top of the potpourri, when I flush it, shouldn't it be called poopery? Yeah, it's poopery. You know, so it goes down into the septic system and uh, it's supposed to be great. I don't know. I can't smell. I have no sense of smell. I'm as good as blind in my nose. People say, how is that possible? I don't know. Talk to my deaf parents. So I deplete her. I have a mess. I have, I'm a little bit of a, what they call a, what's that, a, a hoarder. A little bit of a collector of information, of things. Some of the things are good. One of the things that I've done as a hoarder is get information on the New York State Thruway, which is why I do the loop-de-loop. So I'm a hoarder. And right now there's a big mess at the kitchen table. That's my business. But she has to see it and she doesn't like it. But I don't have a desk. I don't have an office. I don't have a shed. I don't have a place to go. I live out of a bag. I'm living in my car during the work week. Come on. What guy does that? Nobody does it. No man does that. Nobody, nobody 290 pounds, almost 56 years old, 55 in 10 months, uh, says, oh, you know what I'm going to do, honey? During the work week, I'm going to go live in my Honda Fit. Because that's where I need to be instead of coming home every day. That's what I said. Does it make any sense? No. But I do it. And it's working out pretty good. So I deplete her. She depletes me. You know what depletes me? My house depletes me. My son depletes me. My job depletes me. There's a lot more depletion going on in my life than I, I've let on. I Actually, there's a lot more depleting in my life than I was even aware of. I didn't even know that. Uh, I thought about this the other day. Wow, there's depletion everywhere. But you have it too. You have depletion. But for me, not that it's worse for me. It's just that I have a lot I want to get done. And these things are all extracting energy from me. And I never thought of it that way until very recently. Until very recently. I haven't really thought. By the way, the air conditioning in my car just took a dump. Talking about pooping. It was freezing. Ten minutes ago, I I shut it off. And now I brought it back. And, you know, now it's not working. That's not good. So I'm taking a long trip to Orlando with this car in August. So I hope this AC better work. It's going to be a hot ride. Me and my buddy Jason Juliet. He's also on board with doing stuff for the show. So... Depletion. So I, I, I just want to do Dave's Fit Life. I just want to get to uh, retirement, which is also called transitioning into life. I just want to get to dumbing it down with Dave. I just want to get to the social media. I just want to get to my virtual assistant. I just want to get to the things I want to get to. And there's everywhere you go. It's not a speed bump. My, my entire life is speed bumps. Then it plateaus for a minute. And then, I oh, look, a road. So I have the opposite of most people. It's all speed bumps. But I make it worse because I want to do more. I've done nothing. There was a period of time where I did nothing. 
And that worked for about five minutes. A little bit long. I don't know how long it worked for. I just, after a while, like, I bubble over. I'm like, wait a minute. I got to do something. I got, whether or not I am talented, whether or not I am creative, whether or not I have anything worthwhile to share with anybody, it doesn't matter. The desire within me wants to come out and say, oh, let's, let's, let's speak up. Let's do something. Once upon a time, all I was doing was a book club. That's all I did. And I can't read. That was the craziest thing ever. I'm still in that book club. And I would go if I had the time. But I, I'm, I'm working. today. I think they meet today. But I'm working. I didn't read the book. But I can jump in. I know what, the, you know, I know what they're talking about. They're talking about, you know, stuff. I, I can always talk about stuff. Anyway, let's take a drink break. I am thirsty. Got to get to this loop-de-loop story. This green drink is delicious. All right. How much time do we have left? We have like about five minutes. All right. You want to know the loop-de-loop story? I'm going to tell you the loop-de-loop story. You've waited long enough, and now I'm going to share it with you. It's really, it's going to be like a major disappointment. You're going to think it's fantastic. But I never said it was a fantastic story. It's just something I never got to. I didn't intend for this to drag on as long as it did. All right. Now you get a little loop-de-loop story. So... I think I've gotten to the point where I um, talked about moving upstate from New York City. I knew nothing about upstate New York. Nothing. I mean, for me, anything north of Yonkers was not really even upstate New York. Anything north of Yonkers was like in the Planet of the Apes, if you're old enough to remember. Remember the Forbidden Zone where they had all those X's or crosses, whatever they were? You know, in the, in the desert, they said, oh, don't go past that point. That's the Forbidden Zone. Taylor, or whatever. The Charlton Heston way, wasn't he Taylor, or something like that? So, north of Yonkers was like, I, I would never, in fact, I never even went to Yonkers. I don't even think I went to the Bronx. Well, I went to the Bronx occasionally, Riverdale, or something like that. And then you were, you know, whatever, go across the GWB, or, and then you head into uh, New Jersey. So I was in New Jersey more than I was in northern New York. I was never up here. This is like, I don't know anything. Uh, to me, this is all like, you know, the North, the, the Great North, like the North Pole. And that, by the way, I speak for millions and millions of New Yorkers that never venture out to five boroughs. And I was an adventurer. I did get in my car. I went to concerts in New Jersey and clubs. I did a lot of things when I was in my teens, when I had a car. I, and, oh, I took bus trips and stuff like that. But I never went to camp up here. I never, I never enjoyed any of this. This ruralness, this upstate rural ruralness. I never even did the Catskills, which is less lower than. It's not less than, it's lower. It's like the next, I don't know. Listen, there's the Adirondacks, there's the Catskills. I am not a New York State expert. Although I will tell you, it is really sunny out. And it's like 85 degrees outside. And I can't believe my air conditioning has decided during this podcast to not work. Which is probably the best thing for me because I'm about to go to a gym and work out 20 some odd minutes late. So it's probably better that it doesn't work. So anyway, we move up here and, you know, New York State Thruway, you have to, they charge you a toll. Every exit you get off, there's a toll booth. You got to pay. You don't pay to get on, you pay to get off. Does that make a difference? No, but I just thought I had to say that. You pay to get off. You don't have to pay to get on. They would give you a ticket back in the day. They, they still give you tickets, but they're changing everything. In fact, it's been so long that I lived upstate, they're actually demolishing toll booths now, finally. You can just drive through, and they got some stupid monitor up in the sky that monitors a beep, 
and yeah, and you pay your toll, or if you don't have an easy pass, they um, they uh, they take your license plate and they charge you. I don't know how that all works, but I've had this easy pass now almost since the day I moved up here. Like within weeks, when I went to the supermarket, probably Adams Fairacre Farms, I found this flyer, this brochure, and um, and it was like New York State threw away rules and regulations and all this other stuff. Well, anyway. I read it, and my wife hates when I do this. She hates when I hoard. I pick up, like, you know, Science Magazine. I pick up Popular Parent. I pick up Medical. I, I, I just pick up all those little postcards because I, I never lived up here before. I wanted to get acclimated. There's a nice word. I wanted to get acclimated to upstate New York. Uh, we, did, we had no friends up here. We had no relatives. All I had was a job uh, driving a, a bus. Was I driving the bus at that time? I think I was driving the bus for Trailways. I might have. I can't remember now. Or, yeah, when I got up here, I was driving a bus for trailways. How much time do I got left? Oh, God, we only got a minute left. That's not good. No. Anyway, I'll do the best I can. We'll get as far as we can with the story. I don't know if we're going to finish the loop loop story today. I really was hoping to. So in this brochure, it gives you all these tips and tricks. For whatever reason, the New York State Thruway decided it was a cheap piece of paper, by the way. It was just a piece of paper folded in half. I can't believe I still don't have it. I bet you it's in my garage somewhere. And in there, it explained how to navigate the New York State Thruway. And uh, believe it or not, there was a lot of advice. And they talked about carpooling, which, by the way, did anybody ever actually do that? Does anybody want a stranger in their car? Nobody wants a stranger in their car. All right. Well, anyway, listen. I, I can't complete the story enough to make it worth your while. So we'll have to continue this another time. But hey... I made a good attempt. I really did try. All right? Joe, I'm really sorry about that, okay? We'll try this next week. Thanks, guys. Everyone ready? Ready? Yes, okay. sure. Uh-huh. Good. I will start. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. Good rats. And great skills. Good lord, Emma. No, Harry. That would be nine. One too many.